everybody and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, bearded Orient legend in the South Stand, Mr Paul Levy. Hello and welcome to episode number 16 of the Orient Outlook podcast. Uh, welcome back, lots have been... Uh, Lots has been happening, lots has been going on over the course of the last week since we last did our podcast. Um, starting off on a very, very positive note, we have exceeded 900 followers on Twitter. So thank you to everybody who is now uh, following us. Uh, we get a lot of engagement on Twitter. We love it. And um, please, if you know somebody at your school or college or at your work who follows Orient or has a mild passing interest in Orient, uh, get them to follow us. We're at Orient Outlook. Yeah, it's amazing. We get loads of great comments and we love engaging with Orient fans and love to get your views and opinions across. So... Yeah, long may it continue. So, as Paul said, on 900, we'd love to get to the 1,000 mark. I think that that would be incredible. Do you know what I think, though, is, is most amazing is that 97, 98%, if, if not slightly more, are actual proper Orient fans because what we've done is we've weeded out people. That you, yeah. you get sort of randoms that follow you and we don't want them, so we've just blocked them. Well, most of them. Oh, yeah. Chris Kamara can follow us because he's, you know, yeah, it's good, it's good exposure in BBC London Sport, but... Yeah, totally. Most of our followers now are all Orient, and it's really great. So it just percentage. means we're getting out to the Orient fans we want to reach. Absolutely. So, should we crack on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this week, um, we are going to go a bit international. Yeah, so we've got uh, not one XL for you this week. We've got two. So the first one was a comment we had from uh, Jonathan Kersner uh, on Twitter, at JC Kersner, uh, who says, from the USA, great work with the pod, and question the reality TV show, TV show, and said, you know, who knew Italians liked third-tier English football? <laughs> Fair point, Jonathan. Thanks for listening. And we hope you're yeah. spreading the word of the Orient down in the good old USA. Absolutely. And uh, Nick Roche is at Euro Orient. Um, you may be familiar with Nick uh, because he does an occasional uh, column in the Match Day programme. Um, uh, Nick um, has been a nose fan since 1986 and the first game he attended was a 2-1 defeat to Stockport. Um, lives in, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong probably, but Aubusson in central France. Maybe Aubusson. Um, Aubusson, possibly. Um, goes to 12 games a season and sits in the West Stand. I think you're just to the right of the gallery, so you're sort of southwest, I suppose, from if you're looking at it like that. Yeah. First game this season will be Preston on Tuesday night. So what, what a match to go to, Nick. Maybe yeah. Hopefully you'll see a nose win, and we'll come on to that uh, at the end of the show in terms of next week's matches. So this week, another mental week for the Orient. Again, you know, been, yeah. we, you know, we feel that there's going to be quite tough to fill one in. <laughs> you know, get it all in is just crazy. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. That should be the not uh, not for the right reasons, unfortunately. Not absolutely. like last season. Complete contrast. Absolutely. So on Monday, um, Nugent spoke to the Guardian and came out with the uh, his opinion that he thinks Orient are in a relegation battle this season. So quote said. Every football match you play is always a bit of a battle. Uh, but listen, we were in the relegation zone, and this was prior to the MK Dons match, uh, and we need to make sure that we look at and recognise we're in that zone. To get out of that, the first thing you need to have is spirit and a battling performance. So yeah, Nuge thinks we're in a relegation battle. I was quite surprised by that comment. I thought it was a bit of a random thing to come out of so mm. early in the season. And the fact that we had just come out of the relegation zone. Uh, prior to MK Dons it's a bit of a strange one there Nuge and you know being a player I'm not sure that would have given you 
the utmost confidence going into Doncaster away. It's not or, very inspiring, is it? Or he might have said it to inspire a performance at Doncaster. Mm. Reverse psychology. Yeah, which leads us nicely on to uh, Doncaster away. So again, a, a long, long journey, a long journey to make for O's fans. So if you went, a massive well done and a yeah. pat on the back. So obviously, coming out of the Saturday game, Baldry got sent off, so would be suspended, and Clark picked up his fifth booking of the season and went to, went, well, was suspended. Yeah. So he asked you the question of who you thought should line up in defence. Yeah, absolutely. Um, generally, I think the consensus was that the left-back should be on Mazzuzzi, centre-backs Cuthbert and Lowry with Pritchard at right-back, although there was quite a big call for uh, Sam Ling to be given an opportunity at right-back, but Nugent's not in a position to be taking risks, I don't think. So from that point of view, I don't think Ling was ever a, a realistic option there. I see your point, but again, my opinion is if someone is good enough to make the bench then they have to be considered for the first team. Okay. And, you know, for me, Ling was the only right-back in the position. So I obviously know Pritch was selected and done very well. But yeah. I think, you know, if you're going to have these youth players on the bench, you need to be willing to give them, give them a shout. So, Fair enough. a few thanks to make. We've got loads of comments, and we're going to have to kind of cut out some of the full comments we get because it's just taking up too much time yeah. on the podcast. But thanks to uh, a few of you. So thanks to at LOFC1978, at Purple Dadders, at Daniel S nine one one nine, at PGED Orient, and at PM three one nine seven zero for getting in touch and letting us know your thoughts on Absolutely. that on that subject. So the teams lined up: uh, Woods in goal, Omazuzi um, at left back, Cuthbert uh, was captain with Lowry at centre back. Um, we had Pritchard um, at right Pritchard back. At right back. Uh, McEnough, Bartley, Price and uh, Simpson, Simpson yeah. filled out the midfield with Henderson and Dagnall up front. Lots of differing opinions yeah, uh, huge, on this, weren't there? Huge opinions. So again, thanks for all the um, the feedback we had. There's a few people who um, weren't too keen on Bartley prior to the match. But uh, one of the best tweets that I saw was one saying, I'd rather have Kevin Dearden <laughs> in our centre midfield than yeah. Bartley. Um, but again, thanks for all your comments and a big thank you to the following uh, people on Twitter. So thanks to at Billy Herring 03 and at Giorgio Irwin 77 at Jam Elsley underscore LOFC or James Lee oh absolutely yeah sorry that's formatted James Lee uh, at Matt Baker home at Simon Bedford at RD Manda at Sam Cast 9 and at Acquiance for getting in touch so thanks for all the great feedback so teams lined up and a perfect start for the O's Paul yeah, absolutely. With less than two minutes gone, Simpson does brilliantly in the left channel to keep his calm and, and slots slots past the uh, Doncaster goalkeeper's steer. So we went 1-0 yeah, up very, very early great on. Great finish. was nicely played in. Got yeah. into a good one-on-one. Bit of a tight angle, but you very. can see how confident he was at this moment in time. Yeah. Did, didn't really think about it. Yeah. Natural instinct of a striker. Great shot, great finish. 1-0 to the O's and dream start. And in the sixth minute, uh, Coppinger was denied by super block from super Scotty C. Scotty C. <laughs> <laughs> he did well to read that, didn't he, Scott? Very well. He always does well. You know, he, he anticipates what's going to happen and kind of gets himself in a great position. It must be a dream for Woods to have a defender like that in front of him. Absolutely. Know that he's always covered. Yeah. On the 18th minute, we got let off. Um, great save from Woods to deny Tyson uh, and Coppinger with an open goal hit straight at Omazuzi. Uh, but you think surely Bartley was Looked fouled? like he was fouled in the build-up. And must say, Woods, going back to his former club, Doncaster, seemed to be inspired. Tough gig. 
which is always great. 20th minute, a great ball from Bartley, released McEnough, who put in a great cross, but no one met it. Um, so stayed at 1-0. OK, 40th minute, controversial moment. Woods misjudges a long ball that bounces over him. Tyson tried to score, but blocked by Cuthbert. Was it a hand? No. I'm going to say, absolutely not. It hits no. his torso. It hits torso. Which, so often are those that you see that it hits the, the sort of the peck or the, or the rib cage just right by the arm because the arm is there and everyone claims for handball. But no, I, I firmly believe that it wasn't a hand. Brilliant. 43. Sorry, just to come back to that, although Dickoff was going yeah. apoplectic with rage. As you would, though, if you would. If you, know. you thought it was a handball, yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah. 43rd minute, Wood stands up and makes a fine save to deny Tyson, and McEnough and Welling to get booked for a small tussle. So at half time, we go in, 1 0 to the Orient. Attendance, just over 5,000, 5,205, 236 away fans. It's amazing for a Tuesday night. Yeah. Great support, and again, that's fantastic. Quite a big journey, what well, massive journey to make. So if you win again, well done for supporting the team. Enduro. I was actually gonna on on the Tuesday on the tube into work in the morning. My wife was working away, so I was actually looking at the train times and costs. I could have got back. I could have got there and back, but it was like a hundred and five quid for a one way ticket Jesus. to Doncaster. It's so expensive these days to follow the Orient, you know. But why? I don't understand why the train journeys are so expensive. Like, someone wants to book on the day. Why have they got to pay like ten times the amount of someone else? God Ridiculous. Knows. But anyway, but the two hundred and thirty-six fans who did go, I'd love to have gone to that. Were rewarded with the uh, a Henderson special. Yeah. So we had At a corner. Yeah, kept corner came loose. Henderson uh, collected the ball from collected the ball, gave the defender a little spin, looked up, placed a beautiful curling shot into the far post. Two 0 to the Orient. Game over, game done. Yeah. Well done, Darius. It was a stunning goal, but you could argue that he might have meant the cross back into possibly, the box. Possibly. We'll say that he meant it. It's a cross-come shot, I yeah. think, wasn't it? We'll say that he meant that one. Um, and then Price got injured, unfortunately. He's now returned to Wolves for some treatment, but yeah. just for some treatment. And Harry Lee came on. Good to see Lee come on and get some minutes. Yeah, I know. agree. It's I did, about I did time. say, if you're going to put a youth on the bench, you've got to be prepared to bring him on. So he comes on with 11 minutes left. Yeah. And a good introduction you know, for me, for him. Two, yeah. two, new, two new up. Ten minutes left. You know, an argument for me there, maybe, I know we were protecting a clean sheet, but why not bring Sam Ling on? Yeah. Ten minutes left, comfortable. Yeah. You know, but that's why Nuge's manager and I'm not. Yeah. Uh, and in the 86th minute, Dagnall, the workhorse that Dagnall is, comes off and gives Bat a chance to run out, run with those big gangly legs. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, Bat's not the 90-minute guy. I had this conversation with someone on Twitter yesterday, I think it was. He's not a 90-minute man, so, you know, coming back from injury as well has got to be managed right Nugent post-match said I'm so proud of the lads we worked so hard and it was such a collective effort I couldn't pick out any individuals for praise so that's good 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 team yeah. effort there so great win lifted us up to 15th in the table um, and a lot a lot of you were very positive about Lowry and Cuthbert yeah. take that partnership I know it was kind of thrust upon Nugent as obviously Baldry and Clark was suspended but it shows you what, what great options we have you Absolutely. Know? and I'd be confident in that defence you know I'm my left back is you know, always reliable. Lowry seems to be a great centre back in the making. Yeah. Uh, and Cuthbert is originally centre back anyway. Yeah. And you know, Pritch, you know, right midfield, can play as a right back. Obviously, he's done well. And there were times last season where obviously we put Mo in as a right back where he he wasn't you know a proper right back. So yeah, great to see and a, a great clean sheet. Doncaster's a tough place to go. Mm. Right? Yeah, not an easy, especially when they have got the strike force. You know, they have got Richie Wellens, Nathan Tyson, Coppinger. Coppinger, yeah, they, you know they're, they're not on paper. They're not they're not poor by any means, and we did we did really really well there. Yeah, a great win and a great great clean sheet. 
Absolutely. So positives to take forward into the game on Saturday. But just before that, on Wednesday, um, we'd heard about a documentary that um, Francesco Buschetti's television, Italian television production company wanted to make was one where two promising Italian footballers would, or a group of Italian footballers, young footballers would, compete for the opportunity to come across to London and, and train with our squad and, and the opportunity to earn a, a contract. And I'm, I'm sure that's probably come about from the Samsung Winner Pro contest. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's all confirmed now, so it's, it's all going ahead. I think the first trailer was, well, the first trailer was revealed yesterday. It's, it makes it look quite exciting, actually. Okay. Uh, no, cli- no, no clips of these Italian players playing, but all kind of historical orient moments and lots of clips of the ground and the fans pretty much taken from either last season or from moments in the 70s. Okay. But well worth a trailer. Obviously, if you speak Italian, you'll be able to understand what the subtitles are saying because it's like, all no club. Uno momento. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there going, awesome. on, one club, one moment. But yeah, worth a watch. It's on, it's on the various Facebook sites. Okay. I've a few people have uh, tweeted about it. So we asked you um, your thoughts on it. Is it a good, good thing to have exposure for the club? Or can it make, you know, on the flip side, can it make the club seem slightly unprofessional? Or, you know, so... Is it going to have negative impact absolutely. on us? Absolutely. Which is what I think the players were concerned at early on. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like a towie. I don't think you'll see Dean Cox sleeping with Clark's wife or, you know, anything like that going on. I don't think it'll be that level of drama. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. So Nick, Nicholas Clark, Nick Clark Ailes, uh, it will be probably similar to the Samsung scheme with one winner. Trials will take place in Italy, so it should not impact too much. Yeah, Moazim Hussain at Moazim88 said, as long as David Mooney's face is in the title screen, I'm happy. There you go. Me well, too, Moazim. <laughs> Used to be shy, but his face is all right. Wow, there you go. <laughs> Andrew Griffin at underscore Andrew underscore Griffin. Yeah, I think it could be great, given Franco Bichetti is basically making it himself. Don't think there's too much risk. Great enough. point. So, you know, obviously yeah. the chairman's production company are, make it, are making the documentary, so you would presume they're not going to try and stiffle the club, whereas previous documentaries have been made by independent companies, you know, who have yeah. had, you know, no connection to the club. So, you know, wouldn't mind putting the club across in a different light, whereas yeah. Bichetti, you'll think, should, it should be edited to make our come across really well. And yeah. obviously to kind of... Promote us in Italy. Progress the brand, yeah, yeah, in Italy and in, you know, and in the UK. I guess it depends what UK distributor or UK channel they try and if take it to. Yeah, good point, if. So, Thursday, Nugent unfortunately confirmed that Jack Price has returned to Wolves for the time being for treatment on his ankle injury sustained in the Doncaster match. So, Jack, we wish you better. Absolutely. At the club. And, you know, he could come back depending on how bad the injury is, so... You know, keep keep your eyes peeled, I guess, and keep 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 your ears peeled. Yeah, absolutely. And then on Friday, the very exciting news that last season's uh, DVD, you know, highlights from last season, is going to be made available. Um, I think it was twelve pounds. I think. I don't know. Quid, something I, like that. Um, for me, it's too late. I'm too mu- it. too much time has passed. It was a great season. If you would have given it to me over the summer, I would have watched it back and got excited about this season. But too much has happened. I think you know, mm. for me, my my, wow. The window of opportunity for me to buy that has been missed. Okay. Or no, I'll probably buy it, but I only reflect on it on happier times, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I'm buying it, because we'll probably not have a season like that again for Ever. a long time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be buying it, irrespective. Yeah, I mean, there were some great moments in that season. You know, for me, 
lo- loads of highlights, you know. Yeah, some great G- goals. home game. There's loads of great goals in there by Cox, Moons, Port Vale home 3 2 at the last minute, Lisby, Peterborough. Peterborough playoff, and the away league match. So, actually, I, may, I might have been a bit harsh there. I'll probably yeah. buy it, but the opportunity should have come along earlier, I think, yeah. to buy it. Maybe pre season. I know these things take time to get mixed and whatever, but maybe it could have been out quicker. Mm. Okay, fair, fair point. But that, that's not the Orient way to do things Absolutely. Properly. Like the shirts came out just before the first game of the season. Yeah, absolutely. But speaking so of the go. proper way, or, speaking of the Orient way, the Orient players had a bit of an upgrade or a, a service added to it. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? So Friday, um, it was confirmed that Orient will be showing four matches, so the full 90 minutes, uh, a couple of days after the matches take place. And if you have Orient player, uh, the Doncaster away 90 minutes is available. Mm. That's brilliant, you know. As a as a fan and, and an Orient player subscriber, that must be a wonderful option to have to watch full match and not just a two minute highlight reel. We are not sponsored by the people that run Orient Player. We have nothing or no connection with them, but we do genuinely think that it is a very good tool um, for people to have. I know it's another cost, but it, you know you've got the away commentaries, you've got interviews that partly are on YouTube, on the Orient YouTube channel, but, you know, to really keep abreast of things, well, I, I really do rate the, the Orient player. Yeah, and especially, I, I think... It has its faults, but... Yeah, I think, you know, you get great coverage of all matches anyway, and especially if you can't make away matches, so with me, going to away matches aren't really an option with, with my, you know, wife and child on every Saturday, but it's nice, you know, on the opportunities to kind of have the commentary in the background, Yeah, which which is an option, so, so it's great. Yeah. So... Long Absolutely. may it continue. So, coming on to Saturday's match, well, yesterday's match, we asked you who you would start on midfield against Port Vale. We thought there were a few places potentially up for grabs. Absolutely. And Dud, at Purple Dudders, said, I would go back to 4-3-3 and have Bartley and Pritch holding with McEnough behind Hendo uh, and put Simpson and Bat wide and 4-4-2 is dead. So, no longer wanted to play 4-4-2. Fair enough. I'd probably go with the 4-3-3 as it's worked for us previously. But Daniel Smith at Daniel S 9119 Either Lee or Baldry in the middle with Bartley and Pritchard and McEnough out wide. Yeah, good call there, Daniel. Uh, SJM at SMCCA8421. So Baldry could do a good job in the midfield, uh, but I would love to see Lee have a start and really take his chance. That's a great comment there. I yeah. think that's a very, very valid point. Again, coming back to the point, you know, if you're... A central midfielder yeah. and a central defender is taking that role. Yeah. Then it can't be great for morale, or it might make you question what you're doing, or what yeah. the manager's doing. Yeah, absolutely. So Port Vale away. Teams lined up as Woods in goal: Omo, Lowry, Clark, and Cuthbert uh, across the back four. Uh, with Bowdry in the middle, with Bartley, McEnough, and Simpson um, right and left wing respectively. With Dagnall and Henderson up front. Yeah, Clark came back. So he served his suspension. So he came back to take the captain's armband, and Borgie returned straight to straight to the team too. Price obviously missed out for injury, and Pritchard was dropped to the bench. And great news that Dean Cox returned on the bench as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I must say, I was really impressed by Tuesday's clean sheet away to Doncaster. But it does seem that every time Clark and Borgie are available, they seem to be able to walk back into the team. So there's an argument to kind of keep the defence as it was after they'd done so well on Tuesday. But obviously, Nude wanted to change it up a bit, go back to um, normal. So 29 minutes, well, nothing, seemed like it was quite a quiet match, 29th minute. Uh, Woods gets down low to deny and be given before Fallop Perfect is cleared off the line by Clark. So well done, Nate. 
Leading by example. Yeah, absolutely. Captain Marvel. And then the big game changer, um, or it appeared the big game changer, happens in the 30th minute. Yeah, absolutely. And Simpson uh, was given a straight red card for... Not Simpson, buddy. Sorry, Henderson given yeah. a straight red card. My bad. Uh, for an elbow, uh, he got he got sent off for violent conduct. But yeah. ha- having not seen it, can't really comment. Straight yet. red, seen it. Um, was he just using his arms just to propel himself? Yeah, up? Yeah, but he does that all the time. You can't you can't keep going up like that. He's but he's six foot two. I know, but you can't go up with an elbow. Mm. Um, straight red. No one, interestingly, no one really seems to argue it apart from Henderson, who then kind of just made his way off. But a massive game changer. Really disappointing and. Highlights that we've had three reds in our last four matches. So McEnough was sent off away to Sheffield United. Borgie was sent off at home to MK Dons. And now Henderson. Uh, will the Football League get involved and find us? Yeah, probably. Yeah, discipline, yeah, and I think that's something that Nugent has to bring up with his, with his squad. You know, we keep letting ourselves down. It's hard enough at the moment. 11 for 11, let alone going down to 10. Or maybe Nugent saw, you know... In Slade's final few matches, the opposition team's going down to 10 men and beating us and thought, oh, we'll do that. We'll have some of that. We'll have some of that. <laughs> so why don't you get yourself sent off and then we'll win. Yeah. But it doesn't, doesn't always work like that, unfortunately. So down to 10 men. And in the 43rd minute, Slew had a shot cleared off the line by McEnough. So well done, McEnough, for getting back there. And then in the 45th minute, uh, Lowry does well to find Dagnall, who controls the ball brilliantly and rolls onto his left, uh, but shoots over. Unlucky Dagnall. Yeah, 45th minute... Uh, well, 47th minute, another let off for the O's as Jordan Slew uh, scored, headed home, but a flag was raised for a foul and saved us. So at half time, went in at 0 0. Attendance on Saturday was 4,773 for 324 away fans. Very good. Very good. Very well good effort, guys. Trip, yeah. Absolutely. Um, straight after half time, back into the second half now, Bartley got booked pretty much straight away. Yeah, and it was um, interesting because Port Vale made two changes just yeah. after half time with a caretaker manager. So obviously they could kind of smell blood and, and, and we're going for it. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting that Simpson was lining up more narrow uh, and closer to Dagnall at the start of the second half as well. So obviously Nuge felt the game was there for the taking as well to be attacked. And in the 55th minute, uh, Lowry went close from the corner. Uh, and we, you know, the team were working hard for one another. The crowd were getting behind the team, and it all seemed to be going all right up until that point. Absolutely. Um, and then um, uh, on the 63rd minute, there was a chance for the, for, for Port Vale. Marshall into the box, uh, hits Cuthbert but stays out, and Scott puts uh, the ball behind. Yeah, and then it was coming. 64th minute, Port Vale go one go up. Uh, Yates picks up the ball for 20 yards out, curls it into the top corner. It's a decent finish, to be fair. Paul, I know you uh, weren't happy with that one. No, McEnough at fault there is he didn't track their man back. Um, he was obviously clearly at fault for that game. Um, terrible, terrible thing not to, to be doing your job properly, actually. I think that's that's a you know a massive fail, and, and I don't know why you wouldn't, wouldn't track back. Yeah, fair enough. Good finish by the guy, but yeah, maybe should have been marked a bit better. Maybe yeah. we could have prevented that in the build-up. So straight after that... Um, two subs by Nuge Cox on for Simpson which a lot of people were a bit miffed about because Simpson had been our most lively player and yeah. was on a good goal scoring run Yeah. so you know maybe he could have put Simpson up front and taken maybe Dagnall off or something different Yeah. but anyway Cox came on for Simpson and Pritchard came on for McEnough yeah. so McEnough seemed to be uh, getting a bit of brunt of uh, fans abuse Yeah. Uh, on Saturday didn't seem to be doing much 
didn't seem to be kind of putting the effort in that O's fans would wanted. And we touched upon this last week, you know, don't mind the O's losing, but we want to see players give 100%. And if they're not giving 100%, then things need to be reviewed. Mm, seems that heads dropped after that first goal, so I think it was a bit of a snowball effect onto the second. Yeah, that's three minutes later. Port Vale get their second. Ben yeah. Williamson fires home from close range. Good finish again, I thought. I thought it was a really good finish. Um, but this time maybe Baldry at fault for not, for not marking better. Yeah. And then Bat came on for Dagnall, which perhaps one could argue that maybe Bat should have come on a little bit earlier to have a bit more impact. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, keep, like you say, keep Simpson on and uh, and then put Bat on. Yep, yeah, and then in the 80th minute, the game is put well and truly to bed. Uh, ball into the box, Clark goes in for a header uh, with their forward, comes off Clark, loops past Woods into the net, 3-0, game over, yeah. nothing else worth noting. Uh, we actually got a recording of the Nugent interview mm-hmm. straight after the match and we put it up on our SoundCloud which you can listen to mm. so if you go to soundcloud.com forward slash Orion hyphen outlook you can hear Nugent's interview where he kind of assesses how the team done so we, we put that up a few um, comments on the interview yeah Dave Victor actually just to bring that round a bit uh, Dave Victor commented at the end of his um, commentary uh, part that uh, Port Vale weren't very good and Leighton Orient were dreadful Terrible. so for a team to win 3-0 and they weren't very good it's a bit of a damning uh, indictment on, on, on us but I, I am starting to lose patience with our so-called sort of big name players now consistently poor performers getting booked for stupid reasons and, and, and Henderson's card for, for, for violent conduct with the elbow is, is you know is is unforgivable, really, and I, I believe these guys are some of them. I, I, are you, are you, talking, are you talking about Henderson and McEnough? Well, are there's you... Henderson, there's McEnough. Larry's come in and done well. Pritchard hasn't really done much, but mostly McEnough. And 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 I know okay. Henderson scored four four or five goals, but generally his contribution, I would have expected more. And I don't know if these guys are, are coming here and thinking. Well, I, I've just come from from playing in the championship. Um, I'm here on a big paycheck. Um, I'm 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 Mr. So and So. Everybody knows me, and therefore, you know, there, there's a level of arrogance about them. I, you know, I don't want to be too um, disrespectful to them, but but I am starting to get a little bit fr- frustrated. Now they're on long-term contracts, so they've got security. You know, Mackinac's played in the Premier League. I know they've been catching up with their fitnesses and whatnot. Um, but I, I think some of them might be of the attitude that they think they can just turn up and they're just it's just going to happen for them. Yeah, yeah. And and I, it, it's not. So, you know, I think there's possibly a little bit of arrogance there, but also a little bit of naivety from from Nuge. I think back, you know, his his substitutions and his tactics, you know, he's just not been quite right for us. Yeah. Um, we'll come to, we'll come to Nuge subs later. Though. I agree with Nuge's subs. Um, but I think in that game he should have brought Bat on with Cox instead of Pritchard and maybe throw Kashka in later on yeah, with, with 10 minutes to go instead of bringing Bat on with, with 5 or 10 minutes to go. We had nothing to lose. We were 2 or 3 nil down already. Anything that Kashka can do will be positive for us. If he doesn't have any impact, then it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just a yeah. bit of experience. It's kind of a, almost a win-win in my eyes. So yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I say it's a learning curve, I guess, for Nuge um, yeah. and how to handle his kind of big money players yeah absolutely because you're right you know Henderson and McEnough's motivation it will be very different from someone like Harry Lees or Correct. a Samling yeah. or anyone or like Cashbit. that yeah, or absolutely. even Vincelow you know Vincelow puts his body on the line consistently throws himself into challenges he's a warrior yeah. I don't see Henderson and McEnough as warriors absolutely Pritchard looks good Lowry looks good 
Yeah. Should, you should, can, can you just see the difference between Lowry and Pritchard yeah, and Henderson and McEnough? And, and to a lesser extent, Simpson as well. Or, or, or maybe he kind of sits in the middle of no, the team. No, I think, I think you're a bit harsh on Simpson. I think Simpson's getting there now. Yeah. Don't forget Simpson's not being played where he wants to be played. Yeah. Um, and another kind of thing about Nuge is maybe he's, he's playing too many players out of position. Yeah. I.e. Simpson isn't a left midfielder. Mm. Baudry isn't really a central midfielder. Yeah. But then he um, had pretty, but then that's his mistake, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So coming back to his interview. Yeah. Um response we had on Twitter about his interview, David Sears at David Sears Free says Nuge sounds about as inspirational and motivational as a bag of sand. <laughs> I don't think I've ever felt more disillusioned. Nice analogy there. Ron Sampson at Ron Sampson fifteen. Nuge never answers a straight question with a straight answer. He always deflects away from answering, especially about injuries. Yeah, Robert Locke. At Robert Lock 39 said, give Cosme a chance. New blood needed. But coming back to that Ron Sampson comment, all managers deflect away, don't they? But, yeah, fair play, good, fair comment. Yeah, Vince Howard at Vinny H73. Don't think it's right to judge Nuge today as Henderson's ill-discipline cost us. Fair comment. Yeah, Nicholas Clark at Nick Clark Ailes said, he sounds as if we have won. Sorry, but he hasn't a clue. Robert Demander at our Demander. Nugent is right not criticising the players publicly. Losing Slade was a major upheaval. The team needs time to find its balance. I I agree with you, Robert, actually. Very, very astute point there. Yeah, Chris Richardson at CM Oriental said very uninspiring and inept. Too many players going to hide in. No fight, no spirit. Get a new manager in the building now. Well, fair point. Once once we went one down, spirit seemed to go out of the team as, you know, as we went three down quick quick timing absolutely and then Bradley Ackers at Bradley Ackers 95 he has got a tough job every time he tries to get a settled 11 his his where I totally agree um, they get sent off or injured he needs time hashtag support Nuge Bradley I could, I'm with you in that absolutely agree with you he, he has got a tough job every time he does try to get something settled someone gets injured or sent or they can't or suspended or something but and and he has had a tough eff- he has had a tough time that's why you have squads mate that's why you that's why you need big squads True. and we have got a big squad we keep saying you know the squad is much better this time than last year you know got loads of options now i think in all areas keeper woods legends granger mm. mm. defence you know if you two centre backs get suspended you can easily Get around that, which is what we done on Tuesday. We've got four centre backs essentially, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, midfield, you know, Pritch, Lee, Cash get all on the bench yesterday, not counting Vince Lowe's who is injured. And Lloyd Price, James. who has been sent back. Lloyd James, forward. Get well soon, Lloyd. Yeah, get well soon, Lloydy. Up front, Hendo, Daggers, Lisby, Bat. Mooney, Bat, Plasmati. I haven't even spoken about Plasmati. So I don't know, I feel I feel like we've got a lot of options. Yeah, have, obviously you have all these options if players get fit, sorry, get injured or suspended. So yeah. we've got we've got we've got a massive big squad, injury, mate. Yeah, big, but a massive big injury, big injuries, as well. but a big squad, which is what why we've got a big squad. So, uh, lastly, Billy Herring responded yeah. that to that Bradley Acker's comment, saying, "Sorry, but I don't buy this. He's picked the wrong team today, and his subs have been woeful every game." Billy, really? I agree with you about his subs. His subs for me, you know. Again, I always support Nuge. I always support who's managing the football club. But Nuge's substitutions for me don't don't make sense most mm. of the time, and I think that's something that has got to be addressed. Uh, yeah, now, no, really. yeah. I, I'm I'm partly inclined as my comment earlier about bringing um, the boys on. You know, Cash get on 
uh, instead and, and bringing Bat on earlier. But yeah, so moving on, um, Hero of the Week this week, we're going to give it to um, Mr. Jay, Jay Simpson Jay again. Simpson, yeah. yeah, good midweek goal. I was having a decent match yesterday, so it was taken off. So Jay, well done. Yeah. Second time in three weeks, buddy. Keep it going. Well done. Very good. Um, so positives this week. So we'll just go through the positives and the negatives as we always do. Yeah. So first positive, good away win at Doncaster. You know, cold Tuesday night, tough place to go. We got the three points. Second uh, positive, Simpson's getting more consistent and another goal for Doncaster and he's obviously getting more, more fit. And the third positive, Paul's best mate, Dean Cox, <laughs> back on the bench. Um, and back on the pitch. And great, you know, well you, done, you, Cox. You know Cox, Cox is back it. on the pitch. You're going to get goals and assists. So great to see Coxie back. Unfortunately, negatives this week. Um, don't think the new big name signings are delivering. Um, discipline in the in the team seems to uh, be very very poor at the moment. And Nuge's substitutions and tactical now, yeah. I think, is 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 a negative. So Nuge has taken four points from eighteen, um, which obviously not isn't great. good enough. Not great. Not and good enough. Especially coming into what is going to be a very tough week. So on Tuesday night, we host Preston, who are second in the league. They've played thirteen, won eight. Sean Fort and only lost the one match, uh, and they are currently on 28 points. Sounds familiar, that. Yeah, interestingly, they were 2 0 down yesterday and they won 3 2. We have got to watch out for Joe Garner on Tuesday night. I cannot emphasise this enough. I do yeah. not want to see Joe Garner score. Scoring. How are you going to react to Jamie Jones? I'm going to boo him. <sighs> I'm not going to boo him, but I'm not going to clap him. I'm just going to nod to him and go, all right? Why? Well, he's still playing right now. Isn't it? Alright. <laughs> he costs us the play of uh, No, he doesn't get anything. Let no. it go. No, let it go. No. no. Um and that's followed up by a tough um game on Saturday at home again to Coventry, who are seventeenth in the league. They've played fifteen, won four, drawn four, lost seven, yeah. and are on sixteen points. So they'll bring a decent crowd cough, they've got great support. They have, yeah. Um they were more followed away from home last season yeah. than they were at home. Yeah, and, that, was at and that'll be that's a difficult, difficult two matches and a big week for Nuge. Yeah, I, I feel that if it, he really needs to take six points from six, really does. If he doesn't, um, we he could be in trouble. So that leaves us this week. We are in 18th place in the league, and we've played 14, won three, drawn six, and lost five, 15 points. So big week for the O's. So as always, if you go on a Tuesday night, and if you go in on Saturday, you really get behind the boys. Come on, let's make Brisbane Road a fortress. South stand, we can do better. You know, we all sit there. Make some noise on Tuesday night. Let's let's know that let's support the boys. Get behind them, even when things aren't going well. It's very easy to get very critical and, and very downbeat on it, but we must stay positive. We must support the boys. They'll respond to that, and and we'll get we'll get the points. Yep, and as always, keep engaging with us on Twitter. We've you know had a great week on Twitter uh, with you guys. So if you need to get in contact, give us a tweet at Orient Outlook or an email at Orient. Outlook at Outlook.com. Absolutely. And yeah, thanks, mate. Have a great week. As always, up the O's. Happy anniversary uh, to you and your Uh, your good missus. Thanks very much. She's uh, let me come to the Preston game. Amazing. Paul's got an amazing wife. She's letting (laughs) him go to the Preston match on his anniversary. Second anniversary as well. Second anniversary. I've done well to pull that out of the bag. Amazing. And lastly, your uh, walk-on theme for your wedding was... Actually, uh, Tijuana Taxi. Tijuana Taxi. Yeah. Amazing wedding. She was well up for that, actually. I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, it sounds wicked. May so. all your wives be as supportive as Paul's wife. <laughs> and, and any anniversaries, any wife's birthdays, cancel them for Tuesday or Saturday. <laughs> Get yourself down Brisbane Road. Have a great week. See you next week. Up the O's. Hey!